you know, like, sometimes when I cry, I won't know how I'm feeling or why I'm crying. So, it's just, is it okay to cry? Mikey, Mikey at night. It's harder for us to express our feelings. Our news. Our business. Hey, if you're here at nighttime, then you're here at the right time. Y'all know what it is. Hey, what do we like to do on the Mike and Mike at Night Show? I think it's all about that. Love, support, and protection. We're going to keep pushing that, y'all, because that's what we do. That's what we want y'all to do. Hey, man, it's Friday night. I know we're here on a different day. Brothers and sisters, look out for brothers and sisters. When you see your sister out there, it ain't mama, it ain't hey what's up shawty, hello sis, you, that's your sister, treat her as such, real talk, if you respect her, she'll probably respect you, and I'm not going to guarantee that, but I'm just, I'm just saying that's a place we can start, you will have a higher chance of getting that mutual respect, there we go, there we go, and I might be able to have some of you guys call in today, if you want to call in, we got a hot topic today for you guys, the last show we did, we did the brown and uh, black show, but in the you know talking about brown pride, got some callbacks on that. Had some people give some input on how they felt about being uh, compartmentalized when it comes to their race. Some people don't like that, and especially those in our uh, Hispanic or or I don't even know what to say now. Latino community, our Latino community. So. Um, we, we touched on that a little bit, but today what we're going to be talking about is something just a little bit different. We did a previous show prior to that Brown Prize show. We did a show uh, discussing on, on what would women be willing to deal with when it comes to dating a black man. So, of course, we have to be fair on this platform. So we switched that around for this show and asked men, men. What would you be willing? Would you date a black woman if? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're looking at today. And, and we definitely want some, some buy-in. We want some, some feedback. We want all of that from you guys tonight because it's very important, like I said, that we get in here and we discuss uh, things as a family. And, and, and we produce and have some commonality when it comes to uh how we feel about each other and how we relate to each other is very important because a little bit goes a long way. And if we have that love, support, and protection going on through our community, we can we can build our, our community from the inside out. Most definitely, most definitely. Um, we want you guys to don't forget to tag and share this video, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and you can even get notifications if you like for the Mike and Mike at Night Show. Having said all this, are you ready to get into it? Uh, do you want to give them a minute or you think they don't need a minute? Let's give them another minute. I don't okay. see nobody who done uh, tapped in yet. Okay, so let's give them a minute. Hey, we're going to be ready for y'all. But we just want to make sure that we have the right people in the right place at the right time. But you, as you know, this is the Mike and Mike at Night Show. So if you're here at night time, you're here at the right time. Sabrina in the house. Hey, hey. What's going on, Vanessa?
Oh, but that's because she wants a red Aurora shirt. Okay, we're gonna get that to you. Yep. Hand, hand delivered. Hand delivered. You know you got it. And we're glad to see you uh, too, Sabrina Kavanaugh. Yeah, we've been missing you. You ain't been in here talking to us. Well, let's get going. Let's get going. Um, I don't know where we're going to start at tonight. You know my brother, he takes care of a lot of that. And he takes care of a lot of the heavy lifting that we do on the Mike and Mike at Night show. But I think we do our fair share of heavy lifting because it's all about that love, support, and protect. So um, I'm going to tag just a few more people when we get in here uh, because I know there are some people that would love to hear this. So please don't forget to tag and share this video. Uh, and also, Black Conscious Colorado, you guys might want to check out their page as well because they show us a lot of love, support, and protect here. And uh, our page, they, they show us a lot of love, support here, so we want to go back and, and look at them. Uh, Bomani, uh, uh, Essence, I believe it is, uh, Jabo Barbecue, um, you guys, the, the black hair hair place over there on, on Abilene, is it? Um, um, yep. It, it yeah, shut down. It shut down. So, you guys, you know, we got to do a little bit of, of a better job at supporting our people. Um, if we can take care of our people, then I know our people will take care of us. We do have to show a little bit more love, support, and protect in keeping these black-owned businesses open and keeping our money within our communities. Because once we do this, we will have more power and control when it comes to the things that we want to see happen around us. Wow. Um, it was explained to me few days ago that we don't really have a community. We have neighborhoods. Communities is where they own the land, they set the laws, they they <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We just have a neighborhood. We live in someone else's community. So you guys come on get in there and talk to us for a minute. Uh Serena, appreciate you for being there as well. We got a Sabrina, Vanessa and a Sabrina, uh, uh, Serena. So here we go. Serena, Vanessa and a Sabrina. <laughs> Sabrina. You know what I'm saying? I'm up here rhyming. I'm sorry y'all. But anyway, you guys get in here because we're going to talk about this and maybe some of you sisters can see what, because uh, the brothers is hiding right now. We ain't got no brothers in here right now, but I guarantee they'll get in here and they'll talk with us. But we got to see what it is that black men are not willing to deal with when it comes to dating trying, a black trying woman. Trying to date a black woman. There we go. Well, when it comes to that... There are certain things that you have to consider, and there are also some things that you may um, need to be able to look past, uh, if if I could put it like that. So let me just start off by saying this. So if we want to date uh, as black men, if we want to date a black woman, there's plenty of marryable black women out there. Eligible. Because, because eligible black yeah. women to, to, to be married, because we know that only one out of four Black women, in fact, are married. So we're talking about 75% of black women who are, in fact, eligible to be married. Um, would you? Uh, what would it take for you to, to, to scoop up one of these uh, black women and marry them? Now, we have to think about the constraints of what we're talking about here. When we talk about those one in four black women, we're also talking about, uh, <clears throat> about the fact that 42% of all black people, mostly women, are on some sort of government assistance. I'll repeat that again, 42% of all black people, mostly women, are on some sort of government assistance. So that would beg to ask the question, would you be willing to date a woman on government assistance? 
We need some of y'all fellas to chime in. Ladies, I know that you're not a man, but I know that you uh, have an opinion on this also. So we want you all to chime in too. So basically what I'm saying is uh, if, if there's 75% of eligible uh, uh, women that are black, uh, you also have to take into account that 42% of them may be receiving some sort of government assistance. So that's a caveat, and that's something that you may have to look past. Maybe not. Maybe you would prefer to stay single, or maybe you want to jump the uh, the color barrier. But what do you think about that, my brother? Well, um, I, I guess it would be more of a, a situation on attraction. Because for my men, and I guess my men aren't in here right now, but if they were, I would ask them this question, and that is, uh, <laughs> it's a real life love issue, okay? Now, first of all, we want to make sure that you love this person that you are considering dating. And we've talked about the five or six different steps of getting involved with someone and even from the, you know, just meeting someone to the physical level. Mm -hmm. Now, let me, having said that, I'll say this. Um, men and women, I guess since you're the only ones there right now, maybe you can speak for them. Do you think a man would be more willing to date Gabrielle Union with five kids receiving government assistance or, or? Leslie Jones in her current state? Okay. Meaning that she doesn't you know, she has a career. She has a, a house. She, she, has, has, she has great things going on for her. She's but, on Saturday Night Live but, every, but there, every week. But there but, might be one thing that she may be lacking now. And I didn't. We didn't say what what okay. the difference between okay. them is or what they may be lacking. But not. I just said Gabrielle Union or Leslie Jones. And I also want you all to take into consideration that only one in four black women are considered to be physically fit. So that's 25% of all black women who are physically fit. Now, I don't know what Leslie Jones' BMI is, but it was seen that she will fall amongst that 75%. Now, that doesn't mean that she doesn't have the ability or the resources because she does have that career and a nice career on top of that. She does have the ability and resources to do something about that if she deemed it to be important. Okay. Uh, we have a couple of comments here I want to get to. Uh, I'm going to try not to use my spectacles today and uh, let my eyes do a little bit of work. Uh, Serena Brooks says, I don't get any government assistance, but I sure could use husband assistance. Amen, sister, to that. Serena Kavanaugh said, it really sounds like, based on the stats you gave, that actually only 30 to 45% are actually eligible. Now, that's a nice and decent segue yes. into what we're getting at. And if you want to go further, I'll, let me get to Vanessa's. Uh, uh, comment real quick and then we can move forward. She says men be on government assistance such as Section 8 and food stamps too. Absolutely. Okay. But the percentages tell us that it's mostly women because the percentages also tell us that mostly women are the head of their households and single parent homes and not the other way around. Of course there are exceptions and anomalies to all of this but for the most part it's the women. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, I would like to address uh, one of Serena's comments. Uh, she said, well, 35 to 45%. Um, if you consider other factors, that number is actually quite lower, Sabrina, because you have to have uh, the man, first of all, that's willing to accept one of the 75% of women that's unfit, 
one of the 40 percent of women who uh, receive some sort of government assistance. And last but not least, think about this. Seventy two percent of all black women with children are unmarried. Seventy two percent. So if you see 10 women walking around, 10 black women walking around, 72 percent of them have children. Um, with no father in the home, or, or at least they're unmarried. So then when we start to uh, knock those percentages down, if you're a man who requires that your woman be fit, if you require that your woman have nothing to do with Section 8, if you require government assistance, government, uh, excuse me, I, um, I don't like to use that term, government assistance, because we know that uh, government assistance does not just uh, consist of Section 8, there are all other type of forms uh, that make up government assistance. So let me not just say housing or Section 8. And then when we talk about the 72% of all the black children running around here with mothers that are unmarried. So not only do you have to accept that, but you have to accept that there's going to be a, a baby daddy or a child's father in the picture. And that could be a deterrent for some people. I'm not saying it's the all end all be all, but it most definitely could be a factor when you talk about men who are trying to land. I ain't going to say the perfect woman because we all know that there are no perfect women or but, people or, or people in general. But uh, but you must be willing to say that, hey, you might have to accept that probably 90 percent of black women in our community are going to have one of these issues going on with them and are you willing to deal with it? So when we talk about uh, government assistance, um, I think that it just depends on how long have you been using the government assistance? Are you using the government assistance for what it was intended for? Well, this is my thing. Um, uh, if you love someone, if you want to be uh, involved with someone, I don't know if their financial status should actually play that big of a piece. However, I do understand that this is America. Mm -hmm. This is not only a country, but it's a business. And a marriage is a business agreement. Now, when we're talking about just seeing or dating someone, that's something different than actually marrying someone. Right. And um, if you were going to marry someone who was receiving that type of assistance, um, I, I don't know if that should be a problem because... You're a man, and you should take care of the lion's share of right. of, of the financial responsibilities. I feel that way. And, now, and not all men do. And if you're able to do that, uh, if you're a man that can take care of uh, much of the financial responsibility, the chances are is that the, the woman is not going to be um, no longer receiving government assistance. But I will say this, um, just, you know, for, for argument's sake. So let's say this, uh, this woman or this man are receiving government assistance. Well, they probably have housing. How is that a bad thing? Mm -hmm. They probably have some sort of medical insurance. How is that a bad thing? They have access to food. Uh, getting their electricity paid and other things like that. So that may be attractive to some, but just know that when you come into that picture permanently, that more than likely that's going to be taken away from that woman. And uh, she says financial assessment should be re required before you agree to marry them. And I get that, uh, but that can go either way. Like uh, Vanessa was just suggesting, there are men who are receiving government assistance, and if not even government assistance, they're receiving some type of maybe even a family assisting them 
in, in, in existing or, you know, living with an aunt or uncle or a grandparent or whatever. And I don't know if that's a favorable situation either. I know there are a lot of men out here that look to live with women. Right. So, and, uh, and, and we also know that if, uh, that if you're a, a high-value man, so to speak, that, um, that these things could actually be a, a huge deterrence for them because if these guys have options, why would they, in fact, choose you? Now, I'm not saying that they can't. I'm not saying that, uh, that opposites don't attract and that love has been found in many strange places. But at the end of the day, chances are they may not. The chances are, are that they may not want to uh, choose you. So let's say you get an average man. Well, this average man might not be able to keep up with Uncle Sam. He might not be able to pay all that housing costs. He might not be able to pay uh, the health care costs. He may not be able to pay for all the groceries. So all those are factors as well. So in order to uh, relieve yourself uh, of this type of situation, I would just uh, I would say that it's not imp it's not impossible, but it's improbable for sure. For a man who's making six figures, and when we talk about high value, of course, again, we're talking about men who are making six figures or more. And, and we're talking about financial, too. We're not talking about, you know, you can be financially stable and make six and figures. And morally corrupt. And, and be a dirtbag. So. Right. So it's not just that. So uh, let's clear that up. But we have... We have these talking heads out here, the likes of Kevin Samuels, AMS, a lot of these uh, quote-unquote life coaches that give men advice in dating women and vice versa. And, and, and this is the, the, the uh, phrase that they have coined in the high-value or high-earner man. So, I mean, I don't know if, if uh, a man's value should lie in his financial prowess. However, it should be important when you go into dating. Ms. Clark, we love you too as well. Appreciate you for being here this evening. Go ahead. Oh, uh, nothing. Um, so Sabrina says, the lowest denominator usually circles the lowest denominator, real S. If you're in bed with the government, either get out of it or accept a long-term relationship. Marriage is not likely for you. Um, I would tend to agree with that 100%. Really? You, you might feel different about that, but uh, like she's saying, if you're in bed with the government, that is your uh, basically your child's father, and that is the entity that is taking care of all of your bills. So uh, a, a, a lot <laughs> all of, of times, your bills, they don't pay well, a, a bunch of your bills, but uh, okay. but but I do know that uh, that in a lot of cases. Um, that the, uh, that a lot of women, uh, and I've seen this personally with my own two wives, they reject um, average men or uh, and even lower value men uh, because they can't take on the responsibility uh, of Uncle Sam providing that government assistance. Well, I mean, can you really be a man? And I wanted to ask this question: Can you really be a man dating a woman that has a lot of different children, or maybe even multiple date uh, babies, daddies? Because I mean, I come into a relationship and I want to be able to help. I want to be able to love, support, and protect. I want to be able to provide for my woman. And a part of providing for my woman is also providing for her children. Right. And um, if she has a substantial amount of children, it's going to be hard for you to, to fill those shoes. Now, of course, there are women who are very uh, independent that would say, well, they don't necessarily need you to do that. Just feel the role of being a man, maybe teaching the kids, maybe, you know, spending time with their children or just spending time with her and, and supporting her. Right. Um, and I get that. However, it, I, I believe that if a man is going to take on that responsibility, 
he should look deeper into that situation. And if he's not willing to do that, he should probably not accept that challenge. Well, if well, if you're a man that's uh, willing to date um, a female who receives government assistance, let's say housing, for instance, uh, that's really a, a catch-22, too, because first of all, you ain't supposed to be there. Anybody who has received government assistance knows that when they provide housing for you that they do not want a man living there. And we went over many other shows about the reasons why they do not want the man there. Well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go too hard on the women who are receiving uh, assistance. Uh, okay. Because and the reason I okay go ahead. Uh, and the reason I say that is because of this. If you're willing to take on a relationship like that, then you better keep your own spot. Because at any moment, Uncle Sam could kick you up out of there, and that woman could actually get uh, in a lot of trouble for having you there. So that begs the question. When you said, are, are men, uh, are they really men if they're willing to do that? Well, your name's not going to be on that lease. So at any moment, that woman can kick you up out of the household and without any recourse whatsoever. So you, that's something that you got to think about also. Well, I have a pushback real quick. Go for it. Because I heard, uh, I'm, I'm reading... So Sabrina's comment, she says, if you're married to Uncle Sam, he makes it hella hard for you to live without him. And honestly, it's freaking ridiculous to be this old with your handout. I get that. But That's by design. It's not all, but it's not always a handout. Sometimes it is actually a hand up. And I know women who have used it for that reason. I, I'm not going to put a time limit on how long it should be used or how long you should you should require this type of assistance because everybody has a different situation. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, we have shows like this because we want to try to help our community and not criticize our community for, for the situation that they're in. Now, we just spit this number out there that there are 42% of the women who are receiving Right, forty-two percent. Right, uh, uh, it's it's around forty-two percent of uh, all black people that okay. receive some sort of government assistance. They receive some Most of them are women. I okay. don't have the exact percentage, but uh, it's got to be pretty high. So, so this is a situation just based on those numbers alone. This is a situation where uh, we should be, as a community, we should take this challenge on and help our sisters and even our brothers that may be using the system or abusing the system, for lack of a better term, and, and give them other options. Because I do know that barriers to employment, such as um, education and things of that nature, it's hard for you to progress and move ahead. Even as someone said earlier, uh, mental health issues can also play a part in that. And I'm not a doctor, so I can't really get into that piece of it and how that may serve uh, uh, the the community in in the way of uh, having access to government government resources or not, but I will say this: that I just think that we should be careful when when we have large numbers of our brothers and sisters that have to or, or feel like they have to take advantage of these type of uh, programs and. We should take that responsibility on ourselves and say, well, what are we doing as a community or what can we do to help improve the condition of our sisters and make them more attractive to our brothers and also more, uh, uh, if, for lack of a better term, eligible. Okay, just to bring up another stat that I touched on earlier, uh, we said that 72% of all black 
uh, mothers with children are unmarried. So the likelihood of you um, having uh, to deal with the uh, with your boyfriend or girlfriend's child's mother or father is going to be a pretty high percentage, especially when we get into our ages. You know, it might be slightly lower for the 18 to 25 crowd, but anything above that is going to be fairly difficult to find somebody who, in fact, doesn't have uh, not only children, but um, you, you still have some contact or she still has some contact with the child's father. So uh, my so man, Bam, willing, just Bam just checked in. I just want to say what's oh, up. Oh, we got a guy in here. We got Bam in here real quick. Hey, Bam, my bad about yesterday, man. I'm gonna get. I'm I, I, I'm working on it, man. I'm trying to make myself more attractive so I can have what I'm missing. But no, that's my workout buddy right there. He's also on some of the music that we play in here. Uh, well-known guy here. Uh, Rats with Andwele and uh, uh, Eddie's. So Bam? Uh, uh, Bam's in the house, and I appreciate it. He bro that brother smoked me the other day, man. We was in the gym, and, and he broke me down. But anyway, that's that's on a lesser note. But go ahead with what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. So 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 the, just that the likelihood of you finding a woman that <clears throat> is physically fit, uh, that doesn't have any children, not receiving some sort of government assistance. You shrink that pull down so small that you must be willing to accept some of them things or not, and you could uh, either switch over to another race who might better suit your uh, sensibilities, well, uh, or okay, or you can make exceptions. Now, just because somebody and, and, and we don't like to talk down on nobody here at the Mike and Mike and I show, so don't don't forget to uh, tag and share this video. But there are some exceptions that are going to be made to make uh, authentic connections with these black women. And like we said before, 75% of all black women are available to be married. So what's the, you know, what's the real let, problem? Let, let me say this. If you guys are looking, um, I, I, I think we, we, we looked at a num with numbers in between the 7 to 9% range. Mm -hmm. um, if you guys are looking for all of that, then you should have had that. You should have had that when you were between the age of 18 and 21. Don't think you're going to you're going to be uh 36, 35, 40, 43. You're going to get somebody who don't have no kids, friendly, fit, all of these things cuz this woman didn't have to deal with life. Okay? Sometimes you got to deal with life and life may put a couple of extra pounds on you. That's okay. Life can also give you a bad attitude. You know, when you're raising all these kids, and this Negro ain't around to help you out. So it could give you a bad attitude. And I was hearing something from, from uh, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan the other day in which he was saying that when a woman really loves a man and cares about a man and wants to be with the man, she will do certain things to test that man to make sure that, that he's right for her and that he deserves, he deserves her. So I, I just want to say that to say that, you know, some of the stuff that Kevin Samuels puts out here and some of the stuff that he says about, you know, women being fit, feminine, and friendly. I understand what he's saying, but this Kevin Samuels himself, and I think is like, what, 50 years old, 50 something? Something like that. Listen, this is what, you guys, if you don't mind, I'm going to go on a tangent real quick. This is what I don't get about these brothers that be on here talking about women and and. They need to be fit, feminine, and friendly. And they get these women on their shows, and 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 they they clown these women on their shows. They talk about 
oh, you overweight and uh, how much money you make. Because I've heard Kevin Samuels, you know, just just really just tear down a black woman on his show. And he was saying, oh, well, how tall are you? How much do you weigh? How much money do you make? Brother, what does that have to do with anything? Honestly, if she wants a man, she might not be able to find a man that makes eighty to $100,000 a year. But what difference does that make if you're happy with someone? Number one. Number two, I have yet to see any of these brothers bring any women on that buy into this nonsense that they talk about half the time. I ain't seen Kevin Samuels. I know he's divorced, but that's about it. I don't. I haven't seen him bring multiple women on that he's saying that are high-value women that are just like him that he has access to. So I, I think, you know, if you're not, and then he had the nerve to call Beyonce a seven or something like that, well, whatever, uh, eight. a eight. If you ain't moving that type of stuff in and out, if you ain't got ten Beyonce's calling you and cooking breakfast in the morning or whatever, man, you ain't got no room to be talking about somebody being a seven or an eight. When you talk about somebody being a six or a seven or eight, you should be judging them based on what you can bring in and what you get, not what somebody else is working with. What are you working with, Mr. Samuels? In, anyway. all, in, in all fairness, uh, they know uh, what to expect. They're calling the show. It's not like he's reaching out to them. So when they call on that show, um, they should expect that he's going to give them what he perceives to be an honest critique. Um, and if it's anything that he says, it's not all bad. I would say that some of the things that he says could be uh, helpful. Some things should just be taken for face value. But if, uh, a lot of the things that that brother does put out there is just really just having women to take a look in the mirror, which is something that, and let's keep it 100, that's something that a lot of our black women fail to do. So if these things could be pointed out and if, if he could put a narrative out there or if we could put a narrative out there that will help us have a stronger black community, then let's go for it. Men, we need to be uh, uh, we need somebody to talk to us, too. We need to look ourselves in the mirror, too. And when we ask these questions, then we would also ask them in reverse. Would you be willing to date a man with multiple kids, which we already did that on the show? And that's why we keep things fair here on the Mike and Mike and Night show. Uh, we don't just sit up there uh, and look at one end of the spectrum, but we try to look at both ends. Let me get to these. The, uh, what uh, Sabrina was saying. Sabrina, this is, this is a rather large comment here, so I don't know if I'll get all of it. But she says, first off, do not have children until you're finance, financially capable of caring for yourself and that child independently. And since most of us can't do that easily, you shouldn't be having kids. Uh, educate yourself. It raises your confidence and economic worth. Stop worrying about trying to find a man. If you're taking care of getting your education and securing yourself in your career, you don't have time to stress about who's going to bring what to your table. Vanessa's comment. Being a single parent, I received Section 8 food stamps, financial assistance, and Medicaid. I always worked or had a business to not to always need to depend on the government. Oh, this is the good one here. So uh, I never allow myself to become completely dependent on the system. Some people are fearful to even think of somebody not getting assistance anymore. I like that. Can I just address I like the that. first part of it? Okay. Where she says, do not have children until you are financially capable of caring for them yourselves and the child independently. Okay, see, that's that's part of the problem. If we went into the relationship and we did the things that, they, that we were supposed to do, like getting married, then you should not have to expect to take care of that child financially all by yourself. Well, you and, should and, marry before and, you carry. That's and, and, exactly, and if you marry before you carry, then you will know 
that um, and, and if you marry the right one, now I'm not saying that you know every. Uh, That's a crapshoot, brother. It's a crapshoot, but That's you at least have a better opportunity. You at least have a better opportunity for both parents to be involved. Hold as far on. as the child, go ahead. I think we have somebody calling. Hello. Oh. Maybe not. Hold on, y'all. Maybe not. I thought I had a caller here. Sorry about that. Go if ahead. You have to go into it. Until the situation, uh, knowing that you're going to have to be able to have to do it by yourself, then you got into the wrong situation carrying that child. Go ahead. Um, ben Wilson, he says, we this is a sensitive topic. I applaud y'all. <laughs> you know, um, it is a sensitive topic, but I do want to say this. It, it, it's a crapshoot, ladies. You can't always know whether or not, just like with the, it is with men, you don't know if you're going to get the right one. You don't know what they're going to end up doing. You don't know what they're capable of doing in the long run. So you kind of have to be careful in in um, finding a mate. But uh, we did have the steps that we put on here to dating, and we talked about some things that you could follow to ensure that you may have someone who is worth your time and worth sharing your womb with in childbirth. Um, right, right. And to me, you should be more um, cautious about who, who who you lay down with. I mean, it's, they act like, or a lot of women act like getting married is, is such a, a, a terrible thing to do when that's probably the best thing that you should do before you get pregnant. Yeah, and I mean, um, stuff happens. Stuff and we happen. understand that in our community. Things happen and things don't always, things aren't always textbook and they don't always work, in, work out the way that, that they, uh, that you may want them to. But I do applaud, uh, as, as Bam Wilson applauded us, I want to applaud Vanessa because it looks as though she went about it the right way in saying that she would use the government assistant not for hand out, but for hand up. Yeah. She wouldn't put a chokehold on the system and become a burden to the system, but she would build herself up in any way she knew. Now, this is not to knock anyone who isn't able to do that. Like I said, uh, uh, black people, this is our responsibility. Okay, these are our sisters. You know, if if we you know we go to school, if our sister that goes to school with us, we go to the same high school. And you were around with your friends talking about looking, and that's what I have a problem with. Mm-hmm. When you walk in and you saying, look at how your sister dressed. Man, your sister be wearing some raggedy clothes. How are you going to feel about that? Now, you and your sister come from the same mother and father. Y'all coming from the same house. And your friends mm-hmm. and people at school are talking about how your sister's dressed. Are you going to join in and clown her and say, oh, yeah, she is. She look like a bum, don't she? Well, if you do, you're a sorry Negro. But right. you're going to say, hold on, sis, when y'all get home, like, sis, you know what I'm saying? Let's, what's the deal? Let's try to put this together and try to figure it out. And that's what I'm saying. That's how we should be treating our sisters. You can be critical of somebody without tearing them down. Exactly. Let's keep that in mind. Every time somebody says something that you don't agree with, it doesn't mean that they're shaming you or hating on you right people can tell you things constructively it's are you um, emotionally mature mature enough to be able to handle these things Sabrina you know what you too much she said well is she who wrong you for letting her look like that or your friend for pointing it out listen Sabrina what I'm saying is this (laughs) you have to it's your responsibility to help this young lady out 
okay, if she looking funny in high in high school. You cannot let your sister walk around looking like. Now she chooses that this is what she wants to wear, and she don't really care about how nobody feels about it. That's cool. But what I'm saying is this: that in our community, we uh, some of our sisters receive ridicule for being on the system, and there are things that we can do to help our sisters out. And that's all I'm saying. And it seems like Kevin Samuels, uh, I don't know, man. He might, you know, how them old folks say he might have a little something in his tank. Uh, you know, I don't know about that brother sometime because, you know, the way that he goes after black women, I know that some of that is helping them, but some of it I think is just pure, just, just disrespect. I mean, some of the things that he's saying, now some of them women go on that show and they're talking about uh, they have no job, they're staying with their with their parents still, they have three kids, they've never been married. Yet they expect a high-value man. And I want to know how does that work because you kind of get in what you put out of it. If you, uh, uh, and I'm not saying that those women are of low value, but what skill do you have? Are, are you a good communicator? Are you a good housekeeper? Are you a good worker? Now, you can offset some of those things that men might be unattracted to, most definitely. But if the goal is, to, is in betterment, then I have no issue with that. If you can, I believe this, if you can love your, your, your man and be loyal to your man, number one, if you can support your man, meaning his dreams, his aspirations, his desires, and you can protect your man, meaning protect his ego and protect his best interests, I think that you are a good woman for a man. Um, those other things, yeah, I mean, they're, they're beneficial and they're good, and I think that as a man... That makes you more attractive if you are able to, you know, secure a, 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 a wealthy or a very stable uh, financial foundation for yourself. But I don't know if this is where everything should lie. Uh, uh, I, I've heard people say either meet them or, or exceed them. I don't know if that's where everything should lie. And if a woman is if a man is looking for a woman that has all of these things. I think he should be bringing twice as much or even as much as three times to the table. Okay. Um, I would agree totally. Serena says, Who's, who cares if he's gay? Now, let me let me make a caveat here. Here at the Mike and Mike at Night Show, we do not discriminate uh, based on sexual gender or preference or things of that nature. So if you're gay, that's, you know, that's all the more power to you. Uh, who cares if he's gay? He's still right on what I've seen. These women call in and be a whole bum uh, and act shocked when he points out that they're a low-caliber partner. I would tend to agree with that. Now, I've also seen instances where women have uh, been taking his advice maybe over the last couple of years and have came in onto the show and kind of have their stuff together a little bit. And he doesn't talk to them that way because... He sees that what they're talking about, uh, they, they took the initiative to look themselves in the mirror and work on themselves. So I'm not defending Kevin Samuels in any way, shape, form, or fashion, but I will just say that everything that he says is not all bad. And I wouldn't say that either. And again, we're about love, support, and protect. So that black man and what he does in, in, his, you know, in his field and on his platform, uh, more power to him. I don't want to take any food off his table. All I'm saying is that we as a community should definitely be more interested in helping uh, our brothers and sisters out instead of criticizing them. We can we can show them that love, support, and protect by giving them some um, 
<laughs> Hold on. What are you about to say, Sabrina? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. She said she's going to say something and run away. Let's hear it. Hey, Todd. Long time no talk to. Long time no see. Thanks for joining the show. Don't forget to tag and share the show uh, when you get in here with us. You good, man. Once you get in here with us, uh, two whole people should come together, meaning emotional. This is Vanessa, emotional, mentally, and ready for a wife or a husband. Otherwise, it will never work. It should not matter who a person, who is making what. People should be able to come together to make a life work together. And I agree with that as well. Um, if if that is your bottom line, if that's what you're more interested in, I can, I get that too. But I think that we should be a little bit more open to accepting certain things, especially when we are have progressed in our ages. Um, now, when you're young, what, like I said, between the ages of maybe 18, 23, 24, 25, well, there are certain things I wouldn't deal with at that age. And somebody who has several children, I probably wouldn't deal with that. Absolutely. You don't have to. Absolutely. And, and when you get a certain age, like somebody said in one of the earlier uh, comments, you start to get our age and you're still looking for a handout and not a hand up. It's definitely a problem with that, and and I, you know, like I was saying earlier, you can't change stripes on a zebra. So if you still participate in these programs and you haven't figured it out yet, that might be deemed unattractive to a lot of men. Uh, Sabrina, clear that up for me. She said that uh, accountability is right next to number one. To what the hell is wrong with the issues we're discussing? Uh, number one, I think she's talking, referring to the list that she had put up there. Let me, uh, uh, come on now, uh, talk talk about that a little bit, because I want to kind of uh, break down what, you, what you're what you saying and, and uh, how we're moving the quote-unquote bar. Um, I, I think we should all be accountable, especially as potential ma uh, mates. Uh, we should be accountable for our financial decisions, our social decisions, our decisions to build a family. These are all important things. Um, however, uh, with this accountability, you have to, you, 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 you gotta add in the old crap factor. Okay? Everything is not gonna go textbook. Sometimes things are gonna go a little bit awry. Sometimes you are gonna marry a bum and have to divorce him. Sometimes you are gonna marry, have to marry somebody who may not be financially responsible and aren't, and is not capable of taking care of a family. You may have to work with him. Uh, men on that on that same level, you might find a woman who doesn't come from a strong financial background, and she doesn't see working and you know providing for a home, uh, taking care of it, whatever it may be. Right. And those are some things that you guys are going to have to work out together. When we talk about accountability, then then we're also talking about the ability to look oneself in the mirror and in the eye and be able to accept uh, one's downfall. So, I, and that's part of the reason why we have these discussions on the Mike and Mike and Night Show. I know that you could end up marrying a bum, you could end up marrying an abuser. All of those uh, possibilities exist. But when the more we have these type of conversations, particularly when we talk about our 18 to 25 crowd, maybe they can make better decisions uh, to not marry that bum moving forward, uh, moving forward because uh, a lot of the time the reason why they get with these men is because that's what they've seen coming up or maybe they haven't seen this or haven't seen that coming up so they're just taking it upon themselves to go on how they feel and, and, uh, instead of what could actually be right for their and their family's future moving forward 
Okay, so what she's saying here, and, and now she cleared it up. She says, she's saying if a person has made consecutive poor decisions and are dealing with those consequences, it is a disservice to everyone to act like, well, let's not be too critical. Too critical. Let's not say they shouldn't be dating. Well, he shouldn't be critical of women, even though the women are responsible for 80% of their crap. That's not helpful. I do get that, and I see what you see. We see what you're saying when you're saying that you know moving the bar a little bit. I think there is some accountability, and Kevin Samuels does point that out. And if you are making consecutive, you know, uh, I've heard some women say, some old folks say, you know, it's okay if you get a bad man. Just make sure it's you, you know if you got kids with a bad man, just make sure it's the same bad one. Don't go making a, a holiday collection of, of bad decisions and Negroes, but things happen. I'm not excusing them of these poor decisions. All I'm saying is this, is that moving forward, there are things that we can do at a, as a community to uncover and kind of break down why they're making these consecutive bad decisions. Mm -hmm. um, what is going on with them? Is it because they don't have access to, you know, proper education or even men that they find that they're interested in? Because some women are interested in the, you know, jail and, and more, you know, thuggish type of men. Right, right. Unfortunately, uh, that's real prevalent in, in our community. And, that's and why these I, ones seem to be the ones that are the least responsible. Right, these, these, these seem to be the ones who uh, are receiving government assistance and things of that nature. And uh, again, we're not saying that that's the end all be all just because you get government assistance, but it may lend to some of your character uh, and to some of the bad decisions that you made. So you got to start off by holding your own self accountable. Now, I know when things happen, it's happened. There's nothing you can do about it, but you can definitely make lemonade out of lemons. So just because you've been presented with a, a bad situation doesn't mean that you don't have the ability to crawl up out of that. And you like, also and have an opportunity time, to help. Ahead. You also have the opportunity to help others to who help may them. find Absolutely. themselves in your very same shoes. Absolutely. Uh, and then you also have the ability to not uh, pass on these bad decisions and break the cycle of bad decisions within our community. It starts with self, we pass it on to the rest of our household, and then it spreads like wildfire within the community. Right. Um, and, and that's all I'm saying. I would, I'm not saying that we're going to, uh, what is a bad situation? I'm not going to say that uh, a bad situation is is finding someone that you probably know that you shouldn't be dealing with, but you are anyway, right. in a nutshell. Right, and, and, and if you if some of y'all need to, y'all can go back and watch the Red Flag No, no, show. what's going on? Yeah, the Red Flag Show, the five phases of falling in love. Then we have a lot of different shows where we've talked about this stuff and kind of uncovered it. Right. But the, the what we tr were trying to stick to tonight was would you date a black woman if, and then we kind of uncovered some of the things that, it will be facing the black man if he chooses to uh, uh, date someone that is facing some of these social or economical barriers. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so like we're saying, hey, just hold yourselves accountable, hold your community accountable, hold your elected officials accountable, hold every doggone body accountable, and then we can start to see results not only with this particular situation, but as it pertains to our community as a whole. Uh, um, Todd Jones says that great relationships have begun like that. Um, and you know, 
I would say this, that mostly all relationships are great until they're not anymore. It's not about how the relationship begins. It's about how it evolves. Right. They're all, they all begin good, real great. Some of them begin in the bedroom. You understand what I'm saying? But that don't mean that everything's going to be great in the end, okay? Somebody, you might, that, that relationship might end in domestic violence or, might, yeah. you know, brother that ran off with the purse. You know, he took all the money and left you bankrupt. He might have started off being a handsome prince and just evolved to a nasty frog. Mm -hmm. uh, Sabrina says, put your glasses on, Terry. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Why is that? Because she says, watching you squinting is cracking her up. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I had to read that for him, sis. <laughs> well, you know what? We got it. We got it up here and down here, but I try to stay up here. She said, but they, but they've also, okay. All right, Serena. But they've also have went 20 and 30 years. They have went 20 and 30 years, and and some of them do last that long. I'm not saying they don't, but they're not in the majority, okay? These relationships that start out like that are not in the majority that last 20 to 30 years. We've, we've had the uh, stat on here that... You know, half relationships are going to fail anyway. No doubt, no doubt. And in some cases, more than half, depending on your background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's it, bro. You got oh, okay. No, I don't have anything else. I appreciate you guys for uh, joining us this Friday night. We're usually here on Saturday nights, but if you want to remind them about that. Okay. Um, usually we go Wednesday and Saturday. We know that some of you all have got used to that schedule, but I see that that's not an issue tonight, as many of you guys have tapped in. Uh, so we yeah, don't try to clean it up. Huh? Talk about, I see that's not an issue. <laughs> hey, 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 listen, folks, we're going to try to get back on a Saturday schedule as well, so just keep that in mind. Okay, and also, don't forget to tag and share the video. You guys, we still got these shirts popping. I was up till probably about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock last night getting these shirts out. Um, you guys, don't forget to put your orders in there as well. Most of the people that order shirts, I dropped them off at your house, put them on the porch, whatever, because it's about that love, support, and protect. We want to make sure that if you see it on your chest, you might feel it in your heart. There we go. And keep the black community alive, thriving, and doing well. Uh, we will definitely be at the Black Arts Festival. if We're going to have that this year, but we will be down there. We'll also be at the... Juneteenth celebration. We'll be there at least one day. So we'll have the search out there for you guys as well. If you guys want to stop by the booth, you know, give us a what's up or whatever. And we're going to be airing some shows down there. Don't forget. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, it is late. It is late for me. 10 o'clock is late. Um, and don't forget, we have the state game tomorrow. So we oh, probably yeah. will be. Uh, uh, out there in Pueblo, CSU Pueblo. Um, well, let me just remind the people that don't know. I know some of y'all come from Manuel, East High, and all that other stuff. Uh, the Montbello High School Warriors will be playing in the state championship game tomorrow at 7 o'clock, I believe, at CSU Pueblo Stadium in Pueblo, Colorado. So we want to give a lot of our support, even if you're not a Bellside Warrior. This is still a Denver Public School thing, and I know most of y'all come from DPS, so let's represent and show our love for that. Okay, well, a lot of them come from Aurora, too, now, nowadays. Denver area. Okay, there we go. Uh, Todd Jones says he needs one. So, Todd, this is what you need to do. You need to go ahead and uh, put your size and all of that in there, and we, 
we will definitely get one to you. The size and the color that you want, we'll definitely get one to you. Um, we appreciate all the support that you guys have given us in those. Make sure when you get your shirt that you guys are, you know, showing us showing us some love. Go ahead and post a picture. Take so a picture or something, you know. Right, right. So we know that you uh you are definitely feeling it in your heart. But anyway, we appreciated you guys tonight. Uh, we will be back here. What is today? Friday. We'll be back here tomorrow airing some of the game. And then next week we'll see you guys on Tuesday. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend and be safe out there. Remember, if there's anyone you need to forgive or anything you need to apologize for, go ahead and do that right now because life is too short. Yes, sir. Oh,